for starters, we've been hearing a lot about uh, the uh, Brazil crop here and in terms of some of the lack of rain in center west Brazil throughout the month of December. I know they've been getting some rains down there, but some folks have been dropping their estimates for the soybean crop and in turn dropping their corn estimates for Brazil, etc. So get us up to speed. How is the situation in South America right now? Okay, well, Brazil, the planting in September did fine. But then October and November, it got very hot, record high temperatures, uh, dry conditions. Now, the rainfall picked up a little bit at the end of November, and it did pick up in December, but it's been very irregular. Uh, the coverage is, is subpar. It's not like a typical normal rainy season in central Brazil. So planting was delayed. A lot of soybeans had to be replanted, and even some were abandoned uh, because they were just wouldn't pay, wouldn't pay to harvest a crop. So this is very, very unusual. In central Brazil, you know, soybean planting started in the Cerrado region uh, about the early 1980s, and this is the worst year that's been recorded in central Brazil. So it's been a very extreme year. And everyone to blame it is on La Nina, uh, which usually results in hotter and drier conditions in central Brazil and extra rainfall in southern Brazil. Well, that's been the case so far in Brazil. So it's been a really unusual year. A very unusual year. As we move forward here and get into 2024, one has to wonder just with how unusual things have been, will there be some delays to safrina corn planting? What are some of these impacts that we've seen here the last couple of months? Uh, in your yes. your view, how do things look there? Are we going to be looking at delays to safrina corn planting? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the soybeans are planted late, which means the safrina corn are going late as well. Now, the Monte Grosso Institute of Agriculture Economics, they estimate that may be 6% reduction in the Sauvignon corn acreage in the state of Monte Grosso, which is the largest soybean and corn-producing state. Uh, they're the more optimistic of the estimates. The Soybean and Corn Producers Association of Monte Grosso, they think the Sauvignon acreage could be down as much as 25%. You know, corn prices are very low in Brazil, uh, you don't want to plant it late because you got a uh, higher risk of low yields. And especially this year, because the meteorologists in Brazil say, with an El Nino out there, there is a definite early possibility, I should say, of an early end of the summer rainy season. Typically in central Brazil, you get your last significant rain uh, maybe the first 10 days of May. But when you have a El Nino, you might get your last rain at the end of March or early April, a month earlier than normal. So if you plant your corn late and the rain ends early, you got a big problem on your hand. So I think the acreage for Sauvignon corn could be down maybe 15 to 20% in some areas, but my level of confidence in that estimate is very low. I would just have to kind of wait and see. Well, I know in terms of world supplies of corn especially, and soybeans too, uh, world supplies are pretty robust. So even if we have a little bit less of uh, planted acreage for safrita corn potentially here, 
Still on the global side of things, talk about that a little bit. We we still have a lot of corn to chew through around the world, don't we? Exactly right. And if you combine Argentina, and a little bit about Argentina right now, uh, their weather has been cooperative. Uh, the soybeans in Argentina are 79% planted, uh, 10% blooming, and the corn is 70% planted with 11% pollinating. So Argentina is going to have a nice recuperation from last year for sure. If you look at all of South America, the corn production this year is going to be about the same as last year. Now, that's including my very low number, much lower than USDA, for Brazil corn. You know, I got Brazil corn at 115, excuse me, 117 million tons, and USDA has it at 129. So uh, I'm much lower than them. So we're, we do have enough corn, okay? And if you look at the soybean side, we got about a 10% increase in soybean production out of South America compared to last year. Now, it's not as robust as what we had thought you know, a couple of months ago, but it's not a catastrophe either. So we do have you no know, adequate supplies, and I think you see that reflected in the markets. You know, the prices have not responded like you would normally think, given the big you know, uh, weather problems in Brazil. So it's a combination of robust supplies and recuperation out of Argentina. And I was going to say, you brought up some of the, the market, the non-response in the markets, and we think about, you know, corn you know, sitting around that 450 to 475, 480 level here, soybeans uh, getting uh, back below 13. I mean, you look at charts, I know uh, some chart damage has been done in, in various degrees here to some of these markets, uh, Dr. Cordonier, and I think about this too. I think a lot of farmers are a little depressed looking at some of these prices here as we begin a new year in the U.S. Well, speaking of depression, the farmers in Brazil are very depressed Mm. because they see their soybean crop much smaller than what they anticipated. In a lot of areas, the yields are down, you know, 25 to 40 percent. And they're saying, whoa, wait a minute, why doesn't the price respond? Well, you know what the market you know, is not responding to those reductions. So they are very upset in uh, in Brazil. Now, in Argentina, you know, they're also upset because, you know, they got a new president in Argentina, and he campaigned on the promise of reducing and eliminating the export taxes on agricultural commodities. But instead, he just sent a package to Congress that would increase export taxes on soybean meal and soybean oil increase at 2% up to 33%, which is the same as soybeans. And he wants to increase the export tax on corn and wheat 3% from 12% up to 15 So the farmers in Argentina are upset that, wait a minute, we voted for you because you were going to eliminate the export tax, and now you're increasing it. And he says, be patient. We need the money. You know, to pay the bills, pay the IMF, eventually I'm going to reduce those export taxes, but it remains to be seen how he does that. Final thoughts you would share with with folks listening in here as we continue to just watch the weather situation in South America, how it parlays itself into the markets uh, here at home in the U.S. Uh, What would you 
reiterate to folks or or remind them as they continue to watch uh, the impacts here on the markets right now? Okay, uh, be patient. Uh, it's just early January. Uh, the crops, the crop growing season in Brazil is going to be very extended this year because of the extended planting period. So if the weather would deteriorate in the July, in the January, into February, there is still a potential for a market reaction. Uh, right now, the rains are pretty good in Brazil and in Argentina as well, so the market has kind of calmed down. But we still got a couple months to go for soybeans, and we got several months to go for corn. So there's still time for market reaction, but uh, be patient for the time being. 